read one page a thousand times and not a thousand times. Right? That was what yesterday was about. So continuing from that, um, let me just show you for the people who may who were not here yesterday. Uh, for example, if I have a client who comes to me and they have a hard time making decisions, okay, they have a hard time making decisions, I will tell them, hey, get the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, scroll over to chapter eight and read page 213 and 214. Now, again, if you weren't here yesterday, why would you do something like that? Why would you reread that every single day for the next 30, 60 or 90 days? Why would you do something like that? Well, I went over it yesterday, the power of the mind. See, the mind operates based off repetition. So if you keep rereading the same thing over and over and over again every single day, you will internalize what you're reading and then it will show up in your behavior and your results. Now, the reason why this may sound uh, new or weird or illogical is because in school, that's not what they teach you to do. They teach you to memorize, not understand. There's a difference between memorizing something and understanding something. When you understand something, usually that means you do it, you live it, okay? Just because you memorize something, that doesn't mean you understand how to do it. Anybody can memorize anything. Well, that's what they do to you in school is they, they train you to memorize the information so you can pass a test. So what happens? We have a generation of people who don't know how to apply the knowledge that they have. Right. And that's why there's a gap between what you know you should be doing and what you're actually doing. And you may have been spending thousands of dollars gaining information throughout the years. All the books you purchase over the last, let's say, three years, all of the courses that you purchase over the last three years, all of the training that you got maybe from your job or, or your organization, um, all of this, you got all this information. But how much of it are you actually doing? How much of it are you actually executing? And that's why we dedicated yesterday's show to talking about that issue, because I don't believe we're no longer in the information age. We are in the implementation age. This is the age of people who are going to execute. Those are going to be the true winners. We, we have all at this point, we have all the information we need. There is no more information. It's already here. There's a shortage of people implementing the information, executing the information. That's, that's what I believe we're in right now, this age of execution. If you can't execute, you're not going to win. If you can't execute, you're not going to win in your business and you're not going to win in your life. You're not going to win in your relationships. That's just the bottom line. So it doesn't matter what book you own. It doesn't matter how many books you have. If you're not applying what you have been reading, it won't matter. And I read that in Think and Go Rich where he said knowledge is only potential power, right? How does knowledge become power in your life? Well, this is, you know, uh, written about on page 116 in Thinking Go Rich. He says, knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and directed to a definite end. So if you're not going out there and applying what you know, you're not going to get the results that you want. And I know what you're thinking, Devoria, I've heard that. I know that. I, it doesn't matter if you know it. The real question is, are you doing it? <laughs> That's the real question. And majority of people are not doing it. Why? Because we're just a mass of habits. We live our life based on habits. And if you don't have the habit 
of executing your creative ideas, applying what you're learning in a book, chances are you're not going to do it. And even if you do it, you're probably not going to do it with any level of consistency. It just isn't going to be sustainable because it's not a habit for you. So this is why I recommend for people to do is to just read one page or one paragraph every single day because it's not overwhelming. You don't have to worry about reading, reading the entire book. You just got to read one part of the book. And the reason why you're doing this is because that paragraph or page is really one idea. And if you focus on one idea, you're more likely to internalize it and see it show up in your behavior and your results. If you're trying to focus on a thousand ideas, you're not going to understand any of them. This is why I quoted the um, famous quote from Bruce Lee. He does not fear the man who's practiced 10,000 moves one time. He fears the man that has practiced one move 10,000 times. We're talking about mastery here, folks. That's what we're talking about. So in continuing from yesterday, we're going to address the whole time management issue. Now, what we have to first understand, um, what, what we have to understand is this. You can't manage time. There's only 24 hours in a day, and um, you can't change that. You can't change that, uh, you know, what you did an hour ago. You can't change what you did yesterday. And you're not going to change when lunch turns around or comes around and dinner comes around. It's going to get dark tonight. You have no control over that. You have 24 hours in a day. That will never change. So having said that, we have to ditch this whole idea that we can manage time. Um, if you think about it, I think it's a word misused. No one can manage time. If when, we, when we say time, we're thinking, you know, the time on the clock. You can't manage that. What it really should be called is productivity. That's what it really should be called. How do you manage what you're doing in the time that you're given? That's what we have to understand is you can't change the time that you have, but you can change the, what you're doing in the time that you have been given. That's all of us. You know, there's 24 hours in a day, eight, uh, eight of those hours, you're probably going to be asleep. Okay. So that leaves you with what? 16 hours left in the day. Now, let's say if you have a job, you don't have a business, you're working a nine to five, but what is that? Eight hours? Let's tack on nine hours for uh, commute. Maybe some of you guys drive to work. All right, so what's that? 16 minus nine brings us to what? Seven hours. You have seven hours left. So let's say, you know, dinner is at least an hour. Okay, so that, that bumps you down to what? Six hours left. You've got hygiene, so you're going to take a shower and all that other stuff. Okay, that bumps you down to five hours left. You're going to spend time with your family, your significant other. Okay, let's say, let's say you do three hours of that, or let's say two hours. Okay. You got three hours left. What are you doing in those three hours? Most people are spending time on social media in those three hours. They're not doing anything or they're watching Netflix. You know, they're not doing anything productive. So some of you guys, you have a job and you're looking to start a business, but you're not putting that time in, but you have the time. That's why when someone says, I don't have the time, that's bullshit. That's just an excuse. What they're really saying is they don't know how to prioritize. That's what they're really saying. 
I mean, that's just the honest truth. How do I know that? Because I used to do that. We all have time. We make the time for the things that we want. That's the bottom line. So it's not that you don't have the time. What it really is, is do you believe in what you need to do to get to where you want to go? Like, that's really the mindset here. Are you thinking why you can or are you thinking why you can't? Anyhow, you have three hours left based on what I said. You have three hours left. What are you doing in those three hours? Even if you had children and you dedicated an hour, an hour with your children, just you and them, no phone, just with them, that still gives you two hours every single day that you could be doing something for yourself. You could be developing yourself. You could be building that next business that you want to launch. There's no shortage of time. What there is is a shortage of execution and productivity with people. And so what I'm going to share today is the easiest way to be one of the most effective and productive people you know. And guess what? It's not hard. It's actually really easy. I am not a firm believer in needing mobile applications or software to make me productive. I think you just got to go back to the old school method, writing things down. I think that's the most productive thing anybody could do because when you have to stop and write something down, you are focusing in that moment. You're in the present moment. But when you're on your phone and you're, and you're going through the apps, it's so easy to get distracted because of notifications. So I'm not really a firm believer in software. Now, I'm not saying if you have some productivity app on your phone that you're wrong and it doesn't work. I'm just saying this is the way that I do it. This is the way that I've learned it. And this is coming from a person who was diagnosed with ADHD. So if this has been very effective for me, there's no question that it could be effective for you. And I'm such a firm believer in this method that I included it in my own journal. So some of you guys, you already own this journal, right? This blueprint journal. This is the daily journal that I use to write my goals down, my gratitude list, and what I'm going to go over today. Um, and for some of you guys, if you don't own it, then you should get it. You should get a copy. Just go to the link in my bio and, and grab it for yourself. Anyways, um, we have to understand that we cannot manage the time. We can't do that. What we can do is we can manage what we're doing in the time that we're given. And this, this is why uh, this would be step number seven of the blueprint method that I take my clients through is about developing an action plan and understanding that you have to keep things simple. If you're trying to do a lot of things, like a thousand things, when it comes to your goal, you're going to overwhelm yourself. There's no question about it. And I don't, I, I think everybody knows that. But for some reason, that still doesn't mean anything. They still do it anyway. Right? I mean, if you're looking for a shortcut, if you're trying to find a thousand things to do to get to where you want to go, you're finished already because that's going to lead to overwhelm. That's going to lead to you second guessing everything. You know, it's just not going to be a good look for you. That's just the bottom line. And I think a lot of people don't see that. They don't, but they should. You should see that. You should realize that you don't have to make things complicated. You don't. What you want to do is make things simple for yourself. Simple is key. Clear, concise, simple, practical. Those are words that you want to live by this year. 
not complicated. If someone's trying to get you to do something and it's complicated, you got to cut them off and just let them know, hey, you got to simplify that, man. It's just like when you talk to your children, you're not throwing a bunch of complicated strategies at them. You, you break it down to the simplest thing so they can get it. Well, you have to do that to yourself. Why? Because you're trying to change a habit. You can't change habits in your life coming at it with a complicated strategy. That's not going to work. You have to make it very simple for yourself. I think that's the biggest secret behind all productivity is simplicity. The more simple you can make it for yourself, the easier it's going to be when it comes to you doing what you got to do. All right. So what is this exactly? What is the method that you should be using to do what exactly? Well, reach peak productivity, right? Some of you guys are saying you're having a problem with time management. This will be your solution. It's called the Ivy Lee method. Now, if you guys don't know what that is, and maybe some of you guys have heard it, what is the Ivy League method? Well, in 1918, Charles M. Schwab, how many of you guys know who that is? You probably don't. Well, Schwab, uh, on the other hand, was one of the richest people in America, actually one of the richest people in the world in 1918. He was the, um, he was the president of the uh, Steel Corporation back in the day. So obviously Steel, during those times, um, was a big moneymaker. And anyways... Uh, one day, he was trying to figure out why his team was not as productive as they should be. He was wondering why people had a problem with time. They just weren't getting done what they needed to get done in the time that they were given. And he was wondering, why is that? He, know they, he knows that they can make more money. His company could be even more successful. Uh, and he's over here scratching his head about it, right? And there was a gentleman in his office at the time who considered himself a consultant when it comes to productivity. His name is Ivy Lee. And he's sitting there and he's saying, listen, if you give me 15 minutes with each of your um, associates, um, I will definitely uh, show you how to fix this problem. And of course, the, the next question was, you know, how much is it going to cost me? Is what Schwab was asking Ivy Lee. Well, Ivy Lee said something very interesting. He said, well, it's going to cost you nothing unless it works. So if it works, and after three months, if it works, you send me a check for what you think this is, uh, how much this is of value to you. So basically he was putting his money where his mouth was. He said, listen, I'll give you the secrets right now. I'll tell you exactly what to do. I'll speak to every one of your associates, train them on it. And in three months, if it works, you send me the check and you, and you figure out whatever you want to pay me. Well, you know what, what happens? He does that. They end up tripling their, their revenue just in those three months. And what does Charles Schwab send Ivy Lee? How much does he send him? He sends him a $25,000 check in 1918. Now, for some of you guys, you may say, well, you know, that's not that much money. Well, guess what? A $25,000 check in 1918 is almost $450,000 today. Just go, go do the math. It's what is twenty five thousand. Let's see if my math is correct. What is twenty five thousand dollars in nineteen eighteen worth today? Let's see. I was close. It's worth four hundred and ninety one thousand dollars. Four hundred and ninety one thousand dollars. That's how much he received. That's how much this concept was of value to Charles M. Schwab to his company, the the still corporation. So 
needless to say, clearly it made Charles a lot of money. It it made it must have made him so much money that he cut a check of that amount of money to Ivy Lee. So what is it exactly? Well, it's pretty simple. It's broken down into five essential steps. Number one, what you're supposed to do is the night before you need to write out six of the most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow. Now, how do you know what are, what are the most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow? Well, you have to be thinking from your goal. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And you have to reverse engineer that, right? And this is why I'm saying uh, in the course, the Blueprint Method course, step seven is about identifying what are the steps I need to take to get to my goal. Well, you write out these six most important things you got to get done the night before. So before you go to sleep, the last thing you should be doing of any magnitude would be writing in your journal the six most important things you have to get done today. Don't go past six. Okay. Now, what you want to do is prioritize. So here's step number two. You want to prioritize those six steps by most importance. Okay. Now, what are you doing? You're prioritizing. Remember, you don't have a time management issue. You have a priority issue. You don't know how to prioritize. And again, does anybody teach us this in school? They don't. So, you know, for most of us, we're aware of this, but we don't do it because it's not a habit. So anyways, you got to prioritize. So you prioritize them by most importance. Then number three, when you wake up the next day, you focus on getting the first one complete. You don't focus on number two, three, four, five, or six. Just focus on the first one. That's it. Don't go past number one until it's finished. Okay. Now, once number one is finished, then you move to the second task. Now, think about it for a second. When you're doing this, you're not going to overwhelm yourself because you're only focusing on one thing at a time. The issue that I find with a lot of people, including myself, is when we try to do too many things at one time, just focus on one thing at a time. You can get it done quicker and you could really get it done the right way when you focus on one thing. But when you're trying to focus on multiple things at one time, the likelihood of you being efficient and effective goes out the window. Okay. Now, you take care of the first task and once that's finished, then you move on to the second one. Once the second one's finished, then you move on to the third one, so on and so forth. Now, listen to this. As you get to the end of your day, you'll know if you got to finish all six of them. Let's say you didn't. Well, what do you do that night? Well, that night you're going to repeat the same process again, and you're going to carry over what you didn't complete and prioritize that for the following day. That's all you have to do. And then you keep doing that every single day. Now, it doesn't matter whether you follow everything I said to a T. I think in this method, there are core principles that you must follow if you want to be a master of your productivity and not have to worry about time management. You have to follow the principle of writing things down the night before. If you write down the night before what you have to do the next day, you're already going to be successful because you've already told your subconscious mind what you want to do tomorrow. Okay. Also, number two, you're going to wake up with clarity. You're going to know exactly what you're doing. Part of anxiety, part of the reason why so many people wake up and they're not happy because they don't know what they're doing. They're just winging it, right? They have no structure, no organization, no clarity whatsoever. And that not only will cost them their own happiness, but that's going to cost them money. 
So if you, especially if you're listening to this and you're a business owner and you don't know what you're doing from one day to the next, you're wasting money. There's no question about it. You're leaving money on the table. So let's recap this so we know everybody understands. Step number one, the night before, you write out your six most important tasks. Now, you can also name this. You can write out your six goal-achieving activities. Activities that are in alignment with you achieving your goal, okay? Number two, you accomplish each of those activities one at a time, all right? And then the activities you did not complete, you carry them over to your next list, which you would create the, um, the following night. Uh, you would carry over what you didn't complete and prioritize again. Which ones are the most important for the following day? And you just keep doing that. Listen, success is really simple. I just think that most people don't know that because we're not taught how to succeed in life in school. They're not teaching people to succeed in life in school. What they're teaching them is general information, general knowledge. That's what we are taught in school. So, yes, this sounds simple. Some of you guys may know about it already, but that's not what the issue here is today. The issue here today is if you say you have a time management issue, what are you doing about it exactly? I've just given you a simple thing that you can do. Cost you no money, by the way. And it's only going to take you a couple of minutes. You only have to write down six things. That's it. Now, I'm not telling you anything I don't do myself. This is why I told you guys I have my own journal where I put this in here. So here are my six things right here. Okay. And uh, then I have my gratitude list under here. Well, this is what I do. This is what I do every day. And I know what I'm doing. So I know what I'm doing today. I'm doing my podcast. I got some TikTok stuff I need to take care of. I got a BNI networking meeting I need to attend. I got some emails I need to update and respond to. Uh, I didn't write it here, but I definitely need to respond to a couple of comments. You know, this is, I know what I'm doing today. So I don't have a, I don't have an anxiety issue. I don't wake up in the morning with anxiety because I know what I'm doing. Now let's back up a bit. You know, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Well, I said it earlier. It's based on the goal that you have for yourself. Now, if you don't have a goal, you're already in trouble. You need to have a clear-cut goal for 2023. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as it's a goal that's going to require you to grow as an individual. You got to have a goal. A goal that's inspiring you to do things like this that I'm talking about. So, the context here is... This is an amazing productivity hack, but I don't find it to be very effective for people who don't know where they're going and they don't know what they're doing. Meaning, why are you waking up in the morning? What's your purpose in life? Right? So you've got to know why you're waking up in the morning. Then you got to know where you're going. And then you write down the night before the six steps you're taking to move in that direction. And you just keep doing that. It's really that simple. There's nothing more complicated. Productivity is that simple. Productivity comes to focus. What it really comes down to is your ability to focus on one thing at a time and prioritize what you're focusing on one thing at a time. So if you're over here being busy with things that really don't matter at the end of the day, I love this quote. And I've seen this so many times written so many different ways. 
If you're spending a lot of time on something that isn't going to matter five years from now, you're wasting your time. You're, you're wasting your time. If you find yourself doing something that will not matter at all five years from now, you are wasting your time. And you can change the timeline on, timeline on that. If it's not going to matter tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, you're wasting your time. So what are the common things that entrepreneurs will waste their time on and then end up complaining that they have a time management issue? Well, here's a couple of things. Number one, you may be spending too much time doing research. There's only so much research you can do. Number two, you may be spending too much time analyzing the information you have. You can only analyze so much. Sooner or later, you need to take action. Number three, you spend too much time consuming what's going on around you instead of creating. You're too focused on everybody else except yourself. Okay. Number four, you may be doing too much. You're trying to do a thousand things. Just keep it simple. Focus on one thing at a time. And number five, you have to make it, you have to have a main thing that you're going to focus on. You got to make the main thing the main thing. When you come across decisions that you have to make, when you come across the question, what am I doing tomorrow? Uh, when, when you write down your six action steps, it's based on the main thing, which is your goal. Uh, and that's where I find most people have it wrong. They're too busy focused on other people. So they're distracted. Um, they're doing too many things instead of keeping it simple. And why do we do too many things? Why is that? Because we're programmed. We live in a world where people are told you need to be a robot. You need to take action all day long. But all that action isn't going to mean anything if your mindset is not in order. What are you taking that action for exactly? Where is this action taking you to? Right? So people are just, they're, it's like they're stuck in a hamster wheel. You need to get out of the hamster wheel. You need to see the bigger picture and truly start to focus on things that actually matter and that will help you make true progress towards your goal. Anything that has nothing to do with your goal, I wouldn't be spending any time on. Unless, obviously, it has something to do with your direct responsibilities. But other than that, if it's not helping you get to your goal, I don't know why you're wasting your time on it. So I said, if you're doing something that isn't going to matter next, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, you're wasting your time. That's, that's for sure. And it's really easy to think that um, you have to do more and really doing more sometimes is the problem itself. You don't really need to do more. You need to actually mentally figure out how to do what you're doing in a more efficient and effective way. You, you don't need to go tack on more things. You just need to, what is the thing I'm doing now and how can I do that at a higher level? How can I get better at what I'm already doing? That right there will improve the quality of your life. That right there will help you dominate in your business. You don't really have to change your business all, all around. You just have to figure out what's one thing that you could do differently that you haven't been doing that would make a huge impact. That's really it. And most of the time, you don't, you don't have to do anything different physically. It's just something that you change mentally. It's something that you, you approach something differently. You change 
just one thing about your process that has the world of difference. See, that's why I said success is very simple. It's not complicated. Now, I remember uh, this was, I don't know, a few weeks back when I did an episode. I was talking about how the uh, Navy um, uh, got a contract to build the next generation aircraft carrier, which I believe is the USS Ford. Um, anyways, uh, this, and, and you know what? Let me make sure I don't uh, misquote you guys. Let's see here. Let me tell you how much how much it was. Yeah, here we go. All right. This is this is mind-boggling because listen, if this is happening at if what I'm saying is happening at this level in the military, get this. This new version of aircraft carrier costs 13 billion dollars. 13 billion dollars is how much they've spent so far. And it's not even ready to be deployed into combat. You want to know why that is? It's because they changed too many things at one time to the aircraft carrier. So they had this old generation for like 50, 60 years. And then all of a sudden they said, all right, we're going to finally update our aircraft carriers. We're going to come out with a new version. Well, instead of changing one or max two things, they changed 14 different things about the aircraft carrier and it took them almost 12 years to build it as a result. And it's still not ready for combat. And it costs $13 billion. Why? Because they're trying to do too much. That's what happens. That's exactly what happens to a business. When a business tries to do too much and change everything they're doing, they will lose money and possibly go out of business. Now, luckily for this aircraft carrier, they won't go out of business because we all know... Um, the U.S. government, this is their biggest, this is the biggest part of their budget. I mean, I, I'm assuming, um, I believe uh, the military budget is almost $1 billion a year. I may be wrong on that, but I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. That's exactly what they should have done. They should have kept it simple. And guess what? <laughs> all of the commanders who operate the, the these uh, aircraft carriers for the Navy, they all told them, don't change 14 different things. They to They told them. The max things you should change in this aircraft carrier is just two things. Don't change anything past that. But they didn't listen. And I'm only giving you guys this story because, listen, this is exactly what happens in our own life. We know we should be focusing on one thing at a time, max two. But what happens? We get ahead of ourselves and thinking, oh, I can multitask. I can focus on 10 different goals at once. You can't do that. The results are in. They, it tells the story that you can't do it. You're not productive. You're not effective. And all it really does, it leads you down a path to burnout uh, and not being effective with your time. That's really what it is. And you know what the crazy thing about this is when you start doing things in this way, you will get more done than you ever have in your entire life. That's how crazy this is. By focusing on one thing at a time and knowing exactly what you're doing from one day to the next and you have prioritized what you're doing, you'll get more done then most people will get done in their entire life. Like that's how productive you can be. So it's just the habit of writing things down, I think is the core principle behind everything I said today. And to write things down, again, that's just, it's just a decision. If you can't make a decision to do that, then you know what? I don't think anything can help you. 
I really don't think anything can help you because you'll just overwhelm yourself. All right. Let's see what you guys have to say on this topic. Now, what I'm going to do, what I would do is recommend you just Google the Ivy Lee method and all the articles in the world will pop up in reference to that. So if you want to go read it for yourself uh, and save it and reread it again, um, I would highly recommend that that you do that. All right, let's see here. Let's bring you guys up. All right, let's see. All right. Doesn't, uh, don't studies show that writing things down is more powerful for our brains? Absolutely. Why is that? Because every time you write something down, there are brain cells being generated as a result. That's how all habits are formed. They're formed through repetition. So when you write something down every single day, that's repetition. And the more you write it down and the more you focus on it, the more that's what you're going to be concentrating on. And that's what you're going to end up doing. It's really that simple. It's a great question. Uh, let's see here. Thank you for the reminder. A1, A2, A3, B1, B2, B3. I love that. How about when you're a single parent and feel like you never get nothing done and can't, and can't catch up? Yeah, so this is a great uh, question, Yvette. And here's the bottom line to it. You've got to take charge of yourself. If you're going to take charge of your children, you've got to take charge of yourself first. So this is an inside out job. You have to take charge of your own decision making. You've got to, you've got to decide you are the commander in chief in your own home and you've got to act like it. You, you, you're the one that sets the schedule. And you may say, well, DeVore, you don't understand. You have kids. I mean, they're... they're Listen, there's always going to be times where I understand they're going to disrupt the schedule. I get that. But that is not an excuse to give up and don't do nothing about it. You got to do whatever you can to stay in charge of you and your schedule. And when you start thinking like that, you'll get the creative ideas to pull this off in your own way. So you'll figure out how to schedule things. You'll train your children to do things at a, at a certain time. So that gives you the time. You'll probably arrive at one conclusion that happens with most people is you may wake up a little earlier before they wake up. Listen, there's no reason why you can't be in charge of charge of your schedule. It's just a decision that you have to make that you're going to do that regardless. And your kids, your, your friends, your family and your past experiences are not going to stop you like that has to be the mindset. That's how you're going to dominate in your life. You're going to dominate in your life when you start taking charge of you. And your decision making. It, it doesn't matter if you're a single parent. It, that doesn't matter. What matters is what do you decide to do about it? What can you do about it? Sit down, brainstorm, get creative. 
Can you change the schedule around? How could you train your children to do things at a certain time? There's, there's no shortage of ideas to pull this off in your own life. It just requires a decision. That's it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, am I high from Wales? Are you on YouTube as well? Yes, I am. Just go to the link in my bio and you can go to my YouTube channel. Yeah. And so Marissa here shared an idea. Uh, you have to ask people for help, especially with kids. Yep, that too. That's a great point. One cannot idea or one cannot reverse engineer if they do not have their eye on the goal. Exactly. Let's see. Kim said it's simple and it works. It sure does. I know it's a lot of moms don't ask for help out of conditioning. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What if your responsibilities fill up your day like chores, dinner and laundry? Well, how much time do you are you spending doing chores? I mean, they only take so long. And if you're doing laundry, you just got to put the clothes in the washing machine, right? They're going to wash for at least, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Well, what are you doing in those 30, 45 minutes while you're waiting? Right? Um, yeah, listen. As long as you, here, here's the way that your mind works. In your mind, if you're allowing the idea that you don't have time to do anything and that's what's dominating your conscious mind, you will not get the ideas. It doesn't even matter if I give you ideas. It won't work because you're closed-minded. You have to be open-minded enough to say, hey, you know what? There has to be another way that I can get this done in a more efficient, effective way for me where I win and whoever else wins in the process. That's how you have to think. And when you start thinking like that and focusing on that answer, it will come to you. But the answers don't come for people who are thinking from a place of fear, scarcity, lack, and anxiety. It doesn't happen. You have to get yourself relaxed and truly see yourself accomplishing these things. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, delegate. Exactly. Especially if you're a business owner, you got to have somebody that you can delegate things to. You may have to hire someone to do something for you. That's how you get your time back. Uh, let's see here. I'm so glad I stumbled on you today. You're a good guy. Thank you. I appreciate you checking me out. I'm a single mom. I got eight-year-old twins. I taught them how to do their laundry so I can work my business. There you go. There's another example. So anybody else in this chat that was talking about laundry issues you have someone with twins there you go do you have previous lives available on youtube i do yes i do this is a podcast it's a video podcast people can go watch it on youtube chores are excuses ask me how i know <laughs> Very important to network with other partners. It takes a village. Yep, that's very true. See, this is why you have to get your mindset in order. Because if you're thinking, um, you know, I, I can't do this. I don't want any help. You know, I'll just do it myself. You're asking for problems. You're asking for problems. 
you have to understand that you're not alone. There's always someone out there that can absolutely help you. Um, and that person, the first person that can help you is yourself. You got to help yourself. You got to be open-minded enough to do things in a different way. See, if this is like a game, okay? Life is a game. And the people who prepare and practice, those are the people who win. So if you're just living your life in reaction mode, that means you're not preparing and you're not practicing to win. Okay, that's why you keep losing. If you want to win, you need to prepare for that. You need to practice. And one of the things that you can practice that will prepare you to win the following day is the night before to write out what you're going to do the next day and prioritize it by most importance. It's really that simple. Yep, thank you. Yep, the replay for today's show will be on YouTube. Exactly. All right. Let's uh let's start wrapping this up. So yesterday I gave you guys what you should read, a one paragraph or page that you should read uh, in order to solve a particular problem in your life. Today we talked about a method that will help you solve your time management issue. Which you don't have a time management issue, you have a, uh, a prioritization issue. You don't know how to prioritize. And once you start prioritizing by writing it down, by most importance, and knocking one out at a time, then um, you're going to start winning. You're going to start being effective. You're going to start getting things done. And just to add on to this, if you're thinking, man, I got so much to do, don't spend time thinking that. Spend time focusing on what's the most important thing I got to do now. Let that be your focus. Don't focus on tomorrow. Next week, next month. I mean, you'll overwhelm yourself when you do that. And we all know this. I'm not saying anything new. Everybody, generally speaking, they know this. They just don't execute it. This is what I'm saying. We're in the age of execution, not information. We already all have the information at our fingertips. We got all the information we need. We're in the age of people who are going to be executing on this information. Those are the people who are going to win in this next generation. Is the people who can take the knowledge and start implementing it as quickly as possible. And the only reason why someone does not execute on the knowledge is ignorance and habits. They're not used to doing it. And so that's why I wanted to go through this today because it's something that you can simply do it's not overwhelming, doesn't cost you any money, um, and it will have a pro profound effect on your life. Now, I did mention that we do have a journal where I have it in my journal, what I just went over today. Uh, and so if you don't have a journal for yourself, if you haven't been doing this yourself, then you should get the blueprint journal that I have. Because you, you should be writing things down regardless, even if you don't want to get it. Get a notebook. Get something. Get something you write down on a daily basis. You go back to and you can look at what you did and didn't do, and then you can carry it over to the next day. Okay? But what I went over today was great, but now it's execution time. Now it's about actually doing it. Okay? 
Uh, last comment here. I didn't realize my brain was finding any excuse not to do the things I need to get done. Well, that's the, that's the part of it. We always find excuses. Excuses always comes up. And it's not always an obvious excuse. Sometimes it's disclosed as a great excuse, a good excuse. You know, one of the best excuses that parents give themselves is, well, I got kids, so I can't do that right now. That's a great excuse. It justifies why they can't do something. But again, in their own life, that's not going to help them get what they want when they think that way. There's always a way to get it done because someone else in the world is getting things done and they either have the same situation you have or worse. And I always remind myself of that. There's always someone out there who's in a, in a tougher position and is getting things done. Why can't I? There's no excuse. And that's right. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's what we do in that time that truly matters. Let's see here. I use my blueprint journal daily and I'm highly successful for it. As soon as I fill it out every night, I go to sleep with a clear picture of how tomorrow will play out. Anxiety gone. Exactly. So if you are having anxiety issues, this method today should solve that problem. If you're not being productive in your life, it's because you're not prioritizing what you're doing. This method will help you. All right. So here's how we'll end it. Uh, this podcast has been recorded, so you can go back and watch this on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, which you can access in the link in my bio. Uh, and also, if you're looking to get the Blueprint Journal, you could just go to the link in my bio and you could get that as well. And lastly... Uh, guys, execute on what we said today. I really challenge each and every one of you tonight to write out the six things you're going to do tomorrow. And when I show up tomorrow morning, I want to hear who did it. I'm going to ask tomorrow. I'm going to check in and see who actually did it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for showing up today. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care.